In today's episode, we're going to start with our second group of three for the golden values to live by. This is going to be dealing with how we interact and react to others, and it's going to be the topic of patience. So it is going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers. I'm your host, and we have been in the middle of another series uh, that we started a while back, and this is talking about the golden values to live by. Once again, values are kind of the, the filter that we filter our decisions through, our life through. It's it's how we live our life. And so, you know, in the many things that you could have for values, these are the nine that I thought of as I was walking one day when I realized that really, if you look at values to live by, what better values are there than the fruit of the Spirit? And once again, this comes from Galatians 5, 23, says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And so when I, when I was walking that day and I thought of those, I thought, wow, those nine, that could really be our, our values to live by. And I realized, well, you could break those three into or, or those um those nine into three categories. So love, joy, peace, that that's how our, uh, that deals directly with our relationship with God, patience, kindness, and gentleness that deals how we, how we interact with others. And then faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's really how we, how we interact and how we deal with ourself, how we talks about ourself. And so that's kind of how this all came about. There's a diagram in the show notes that you can kind of look at it. Pictures worth a thousand words. So you can kind of look at that to kind of get an idea of it. But this really is some great values. And once again, values, you know, it, it has to be your own. So I'm not saying that everyone has to have only these nine values. And, but at the same time, I really think that these are, are great values to live by. So that's why we started this series. And today, we are going to be talking specifically about patience. So, it's it's interesting to me, when when you look at patience, now there are a couple of different words that, that are used for patience uh, in the New Testament, but uh, this particular one is, is, is machiothymia. And so, this is patience, and you'll see this word also used as long-suffering, they're there is a another word for patience that's used that's more for holding holding the course. So when you're talking about walking in patience, it's like you're not swerving to left or right. You're staying with where you're at. But this particular uh, word that's used here in the fruit of the spirit in Galatians five twenty two, it is talking more in terms of long suffering. So it really is how we how we interact with others, being patient with others. So um, another. Some of the other kind of extended definition of this is endurance, uh, withholding action towards someone. So a slowness in avenging wrongs. So it's real. It really is patience toward others. And so just a few other verses that I want to go ahead and 
and let you think about here that uses the same word for patience. Uh, I'll read a few of these. Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you've been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to produce yourselves to uh, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. So once again, this this whole uh, passage here really is talking about our interaction with others and living at peace with each other to, to live a life worthy of our calling and to walk in, in humility and being gentle and being patient towards each other. Because once again, as, as the word talks about, you know, if, if the world wants to know that we're disciples of Christ, they need to be able to see that with our love and how we treat each other. And so best way to walk in, in, reaction uh, in our relationship with each other is that walking in patience towards each other being patient towards each other another passage is colossians 3 12 and 13 it says since god chose you to be the holy people he loves you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy kindness humility gentleness and patience make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember the lord forgave you so you must forgive others once again, it's it's focused on forgiving each other, being patient with each other. Once again, the you know it is a great word like the the New King James uses long suffering, and a few other translations use that that word here for patience, long suffering. So being long suffering with each other, if you if you kind of think about that word, it's like you know I am suffering and I'm but I'm sticking to it. I'm not reacting. I'm not you know well I have my rights and jumping back at you, but I'm being patient with you i'm being patient with others and then the the last passage i'll share here before we go into a few more details with this is second timothy 4 1 and 2 it says i solemnly urge you in the presence of god in christ jesus who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom preach the word of god be prepared whether the time is favorable or not patiently correct rebuke and encourage your people with good teaching so this is talking about, you know, as we if we are ministers of the gospel, if we preach the gospel, which all of us to some degree are called to, because even if you're not called to ministry of, of preaching or teaching the gospel, you have to remember that as a disciple of, of Christ, each and every one of us, we are teaching the gospel by our lives, by how we live our lives. You know, it's kind of like, you know, my, my wife, we go to a church uh, here in Morristown, Tennessee, that, you know, we have the, like a sticker, uh, like a lot of churches do. We have a sticker you can put on the back of our car. But my wife is like, Joe, no, you're, you can't put a sticker on your truck because if you exhibit road rage to someone else, I don't want them knowing uh, which church you're from. So, <laughs> and guys, I'm not really that bad with road rage, but still, it's more of a, you know, in the car, not directed outward. But, but anyway, I guess, you know, I could also work on my long suffering and patience towards others at times, but you, you get the point. So, so basically, with long suffering and with patience, it, it's it's how we interact with others and how they're going to see us. That really be the example of Christ. And so let me let me tell you a couple of stories here and and be real transparent and, and tell you some of my own my own shortcomings in this area of patience. 
So, you know, it, it's easy to take offense and and think about your rights and and you know what you have a right to to how you have the right to be treated a certain way and all that. But when we look at patience or long suffering, I think about one way is, you know, I, I often use the excuse that the first job I ever had, I was a waiter. And so if I go to a restaurant, then I know that that is one of my pet peeves to, if I have poor service at a restaurant, then I can be well, maybe at times even too sensitive about that. And so I know there's been a few times that that I have not treated others right when I have gotten poor service and I've reacted to it. And I mean, this this happened just the other day. I, I went out to a restaurant and and I forgot something in my truck, so I ran back out to my truck to get something. I came back and the busboy had cleared my table. I had some rolls on the table. I had my my drink on the table, and he cleared it, and I hadn't even eaten yet. And he goes, oh, oh, you weren't done? I goes, yeah. I said, yeah, I haven't even gotten my food yet. And so I was, it wasn't horrible, but I was a little sharper than I probably should have been. Because once again, I was sitting here thinking, you know, well, I have my rights to to sit down and have my meal. And and the kid was just trying to do a good job here. He's trying to clear the table so the next people could come in and sit at my place, even though I hadn't had my food yet. And so I wasn't really that patient with him. And there's been other cases where, if I've had either poor service or service that wasn't quite up to, to what my standard of service was, then I've been a little reactive. And so when you look at patience, it really needs to be a time where you, you pump the brakes and you're a little less reactive. And you think about how Christ loves us and how patient he is with us. And then we should really show that same kind of patience towards others. And so once again, we're talking about values. So run things through the filter of our values. And so if you're in a situation and, you know, maybe somebody doesn't treat you right, maybe somebody reacts to you or they're short with you, then how do we respond? How do we react? And so if we run our life through the the, the filter of patience, then I believe it and it's amazing because this, we're talking about something here that can only take a couple of seconds because in life, it's so easy to react. It's so easy to, to be, you know, more like a pinball that's, that's going in a pinball machine. And uh, gosh, some of you guys may not even know what I'm talking about when I say pinball machine, but Hey, I'm from the generation that, you know, our video games, um, our, one of our, the first video games I ever played was actually a pinball machine, believe it or not. I actually used to own a, a pinball machine, but anyway, so it, you kind of bounce through and you react. And so you hit a bumper and you bounce off of it and life can be very reactive and it, it, it can only take a few seconds to pump the brakes long enough to, to quit being as reactive and think about, okay. You know, like we talked about in another episode, what would Jesus do? And be patient with people. And so long suffering. So even if you think you are, you have, you know, righteous indignation that, well, they treated me wrong. Well, okay, but pump the brakes and be patient with each other. For example, if you, if you take the example I used earlier about, I can be reactive sometimes, particularly with service in a restaurant. Well, okay, let's use that example. You never know what kind of day somebody has had. So that waiter or waitress, maybe they're a single parent 
and they're struggling with providing for their kid and they're and they're struggling with life in general and they've had a bad day you know maybe their boss has been on them they've they've spilled a whole tray of food and or a whole tray of drinks they've they've just had a rough day and so when they get to you then they're already running on like a you know less than half of a tank of, of energy and and they've just had a rough day and so they don't give you as good a service so then you know are you going to add to to their problems and react to what may be bad service that they may be giving you or are you going to just love them with love of christ smile at them and still give them a good tip i mean you know i i heard the story once since we're on the, the waiter waitress server theme i heard the story one time that there's this this one person that instead of tipping at the end of the of the of the meal and you know leaving a tip on the table as you leave and and you know base it on well how good of a service did they give me is that a is that a 10 percent tip is it a less than 10 percent tip is it a 18 to 20 percent tip what what do i leave them based on their service i i met a, a in, i read this story one time about a guy who he would literally tip at the start of of the of the meal like the person would come and maybe just to get their drink order and he would go ahead and give them this this like crazy good tip and so I thought, wow, that's that's the kind of reverse way that most people would think, but but it was it was a way of of saying, hey, you know what, you're worth this no matter what you do. And I thought, well, that that is really showing the love of Christ to others uh, in in that situation. And so once again, when you're talking about the service that we're talking about, the waiter or waitress, you know, what would it be like if we were just to take some patience and long suffering and treat them with kindness? Now, I've really hammered this whole server, waiter, waitress uh, theme. But obviously, you can apply this with anything in life. Um, you know, I used the, the example earlier also of road rage or traffic. Once again, great time to practice long-suffering or patience. When you are, are in a store and you're dealing with, with someone, with a worker in the store, once again, patience and long-suffering. Just look at the different areas in your life. And, and I encourage you right now, just take a survey over the last, say, couple of weeks of your life and look at how you've interacted with others. Think about times to where maybe you weren't patient with others and think about how that situation went. Now, think about how that situation could have been differently if you had acted differently and not reacted and instead pump the brakes long enough to, to have some patience with that, with that other person. Maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's a coworker, um, maybe it's a, a stranger you bumped into in the store. I don't know, but but think about these different situations where you've reacted to someone, or maybe even overreacted with someone, and think about how that particular situation could have been different if you had just exercised patience, if you'd run that situation of in your life through the filter of patience. How could that have been different? So think about that. And so what I want to encourage you with today, as we talk about this, this value, the value of patience, is, is to simply slow down in your life. And I, I know I'm, I'm notorious for this. I'm notorious for you know, going too fast in and, and, and my life and, 
and kind of blowing right past people or blowing right past things and not seeing the bigger picture. So I encourage you, don't be like me in that situation and instead slow down enough to pump the brakes and say, okay, wait a minute. You know, I don't know the kind of day this other person has had. And so instead of just reacting to them and making the situation worse and adding, you know, fuel to the flame, so to speak, I'm going to, I'm going to show patience to this person and think about how life could be different because, you know, one of my mentors says you need to, to slow down to speed up. And so when, when he's talking about slowing down to speed up, he, he's talking about usually, uh, you know, growing in life. How do we grow through life? And, and so if we slow down, then we can get more out of life. If we slow down and are patient with others, then we really can not only have a better life ourselves, and it's going to be better for our own health, but think about how we really can share the love of Christ with others and, sh- and show kindness to others by just showing them a little bit of patience. Did, do, do they deserve to have a reaction from us? Maybe so. Maybe they, they did us wrong. That's why they call it long suffering. You know, are you, are you truly suffering? Maybe you are a little bit, but should you still exercise patience and show patience towards those, those, towards others? Absolutely. And so I encourage you today with this particular value in your life, slow down to speed up, (laughs) slow down and show patience to others in your life today. And so over these, this next week, I encourage you start really, really focusing on this next week on the value of patience. And in each situation in your life, whether you're driving, whether you're at school or at work or with your family, I encourage you walk in the, the area of, of patience in your life and then take a note. I've encouraged you on previous episodes, keep a journal. So write this down say, okay, patience this week. I want to focus on patience. How am I going to treat others? How am I going to slow my reaction to others to where I actually show kindness and, and patience to them instead of just reacting to them and, and write down, how did this change? How was this situation better than it could have been if, if I had been impatient, but in, instead I walked in patience, I shared patience with them and see how it's different in your life. Okay. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for listening. I, I do encourage you. If you think this is, is something that could help someone else, then uh, share it with them. You know, this is one of those where it's like, Hey, you're impatient. You need to listen to this. You know, be careful how you share this with others. Don't, don't offend someone by saying, oh, you need to listen to this one. But at the same time, you know, kind of like it talks about in second Timothy that I read and, and about, you know, teaching others and, you know, patiently correct and rebuke and encourage the, your people with good teaching. So, you know, think about how you want to share this with others, but at the same time, uh, encourage you to share it with others. If you think they could benefit from you, from it, I encourage you, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, obviously go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you want to leave a comment, that'd be great. Uh, want to leave a review, that'd be great too. Once again, it's not to just pat me on the back, but it's to to really kind of help with the with getting the, the word out there about this podcast. It's it's going to uh, help more people to, to hear it. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has really helped you. And so thank you again so much for listening. And we will catch you next time on the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. 
If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.